Welcome to Wait for Wait Food for Thought. In this podcast, I discuss all things related to health, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle advice. If you're looking for education, inspiration, motivation, or for some good old-fashioned rambling, you've come to the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Happy listening. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk about living the life that you envision for yourself and the life that you dream for yourself. And I have been thinking a lot about the life that I want to have and I want to lead. And I I recognize this feeling within me when looking at other people's Instagram pages and then feeling that, that little ping of jealousy or that ping of envy. And jealousy and envy teach us something. It, it shows us something that we lack in our lives that we desperately want, that we feel like we can't achieve or can't have. And for me, I am feeling envious of people who can <clears throat> hop in a car and drive somewhere random or take a random Tuesday to go do whatever they want or book a flight randomly. I am craving spontaneity and the, the caveat to that is with spontaneity comes a little bit of uncertainty and financial stability. And do I have a stable job if I'm able to, you know, go out and travel the world or leave on a whim? There are all these caveats to having one life or the other. You know, when you're having a stable job, when you're financially stable, when you feel like you have security, that may mean that you're also lacking spontaneity. When you have spontaneity, that may mean that you're lacking stability or financial security. So it's a double-edged sword, sword for both sides of the spectrum. But for me, I'm trying to think of a life that I desperately want for myself. And the question that I asked myself is, am I happy? Am I happy with where I am right now? And I asked myself, why can't I sit down and write my book? Why can't I dedicate myself to one day a week doing my YouTube video when I was just getting burned out by just doing that? Like one day a week, when I sit down and write my book, I'm tired. And I realized that I can't have both. I can't have a full-time job and do wait for wait full-time. I just can't. And I was able to do wait for wait more full-time when I was in school. Um, I probably should have been focusing more on school, but like whatever. And I'm finding now that I can't have both. I can either half-ass both or dedicate myself to one or the other. And right now my job takes precedent. I love what I'm doing. I love the people that I'm surrounding myself with. It's bringing me financial security. And that's what I really need to focus on right now. Does that mean that I can't pursue wait for wait full-time in the future? No. But when I want to sit down and write my book, I want to sit down and write it as a full-time job, as I wake up on a Tuesday, I do my workout, I I shower, I get ready and I sit down and I write. I want that to be my job. And I also have this, this yearning to live in a van and just travel wherever I want and be able to work wherever I want and still make a steady living by doing just that. Sadly, that's not feasible for me right now, but coming to this realization, feeling so empty and... And I'm feeling like I've had a lack of purpose lately and wondering why that is when on paper, everything is going well. I have a beautiful home. I have a beautiful family. I'm in a relationship. I have a full-time job. What else could I, what more could I possibly want? But 
that's not what my soul was craving. And finally, I came to that conclusion of my soul isn't craving or my soul is craving something that I am unable to have as of right now. And that's why I feel empty. That's why I feel like there's a void inside of me. And as I realize more and more about myself and more and more about what I want, I feel like I'm growing into my skin, growing into myself as a person and slowly becoming the person that I feel like I'm meant to be and finally feeling like I'm inside my body. Because I feel like if we don't do things authentically, if we just kind of go through the motions, if we do what society expects of us, if we do what our family expects of us, if we do what we think we need to do, there's a disconnect from our mind and from our bodies. We're on autopilot. We're on this, this wavelength that we, we shouldn't be on. And the more and more we start to grow into ourselves, the more that our mind and bodies feel connected as one entity. And that is what I'm learning right now. The more I get tattoos, the more I kind of grow into my own sense of style, I feel like I am just becoming myself. And there's that one part of me right now that's missing and it's living the life that I want. It's traveling. It's moving to Europe on a whim. Like I would love to move to Europe. What will I do there? I don't know. And I have no idea what a work visa entails, but I just know that my soul is craving change. I am tired of seeing the same environment every single day, which is why I'm trying to switch up my routine on a daily basis. I'm trying to have every day be different and not get stuck into a schedule anymore because I feel like the more I get stuck into a schedule, the more that I do things kind of mindlessly or aimlessly, and I want to do things more mindfully. So that's something that everybody can can practice a little bit more is have a a roadmap of kind of what you want to achieve, but switch it up on a weekly basis. And I've said this before most recently, but that's what's speaking to me right now. And I went to a a tattoo this weekend and I was trying to get another one. I wanted like three, honestly. And I was trying to think of a phrase that really spoke to me. And the phrase that speaks to me right now, I love oxymorons or just a paradox. And the phrase that's speaking to me right now is planned spontaneity. That's too long for me to like get tattooed on my body. So I'm trying to find a way to say that same thing in a different, in a different way, but plan spontaneity, that is an oxymoron. And I love that because we can have planned spontaneity. We can have a balance of, of stability and spontaneity. And that is what I'm craving right now. I'm, I don't like being in this steady routine every day. I feel like once we get comfortable in a routine, we, we just get comfortable and we don't feel the need to step out of that comfort zone because we know what our, our bubble looks like as of right now. We can map out the rest of the week. We know what's going on. Like people, some people plan their meals out for the week, their workouts for the week. Every single thing is planned to the T. Like that stresses me out. I like to have a roadmap, but I also like to get in my car and just dip. All weekend, I wanted to get in my car and drive somewhere like Palm Springs or Joshua Tree or LA for no reason. I had nothing to do there. I had nowhere to stay. But I'm, and I realized I am just craving the ability to leave whenever I want. And that's not something that is like society doesn't put an emphasis on, on this kind of, of lifestyle. Society puts an emphasis on stability and security and on a career. But I think as this generation or my generation, millennials kind of, hmm, how do I put this? I just feel like lately more and more people are straying from the norm. Yeah, let's put it that way. Less and less people 
if you find that college isn't right for you, it's more acceptable nowadays to drop out because there are a ton of avenues. There's the internet. You can learn anything online, anything. And I can learn anything online without paying for student loans or paying for a private institution. And why would I go to school if that's not feasible for me? With my parents' generation, that was unheard of. You go to school, you get your degree, you maybe go to graduate school and you get a career and that's your life. You get, have a family, you settle down and what more could you possibly ask for? But I think the people that I'm surrounding myself with all want more. They want more than that. They want to live their life for themselves and not for this, this concept of what life should be. Nobody should have this preconceived notion about what life should be. Life should be whatever you want it to be. And society shouldn't have any impact or any effect onto what that means to you. If you don't find yourself being successful or being happy in a nine to five, cool, don't do it. If you find yourself successful, kind of picking up jobs here and there while you travel in a van and having enough money to get by, but that brings you happiness, cool. You're seeing the world, you're traveling, you're visiting places on a whim. And if that's what makes you happy, why should society tell you that that's not acceptable? Vice versa, if you like a nine to five, if you like stability, if you like being comfortable and that brings you genuine happiness and genuine joy, then do it. But I feel like we, we all put this weird, this weird pressure on ourselves to live the life that we think we should live and the life that we think other people want us to live in hopes of not disappointing other people or in hopes of, of being successful when we know in our gut that that's not what we want to do. And if you are in a place right now where you look at other people's lives and you have this ping of envy, that means something in your life needs to change. Now, that doesn't mean quit your job and fucking dip and, and just like, you know, have no plan. But for me, I now know, okay, this is what I want to do. How can I make this happen? And what's my time frame? Do I want to move out in a couple years, in three years, in four years, in five years, in one year, in six months? That's up to me to figure out what is my appropriate time frame for myself and what is feasible for myself financially, what is feasible with myself within my job. Do I really want to leave? There's so many questions that I, I need to, to find answers to. But the main point is I know that something within me is missing and I know that I need to fill that void. And in order for me to do that, in order for me to get to a point in my life where I'm 80 and look back and say, I fucking live the life that I wanted to live. Something needs to change right now. So I want to introduce the whatever floats your quote for today. It is, the saddest summary of a life contains three descriptions, could have, might have, and should have. I personally don't want to get to a point in my life where I think of any of these things. I don't want to think could have, I don't want to think might have, and I don't want to think should have, which is why I strongly believe that nobody should have any regrets in their life. None, none, none. And I talked about this a long time ago, but with regrets, in a moment, if you have an impulsive decision, if you have this yearning or this urge to do something and you do it, in that moment, you probably don't think anything of it and it brings you either temporary satisfaction or joy or happiness and maybe sometime down the road, you'll look back and say, ah, fuck, shouldn't have done that. But it doesn't matter. Could you have changed your mind in that moment? Probably not. So it doesn't matter. You know, that was an experience. That was a memory. And that was a learning experience. If anything, that's what regrets typically are. They're learning experiences. So you should never look back and regret any of the decisions you've made. You should only regret any of the decisions that you didn't make for yourself in order to live 
an authentic life that's personal to you. That's the only regret that I want to have. Well, no, I don't actually want to have that regret, but that's the only regret that we should have. But I want to look back and just say, yeah, I I did everything. And I think oftentimes we, we look at other people's lives and we say, gosh, I wish I had that. I wish I could be in that person's position. I wish that that was my life. I wonder how it was so easy for that person. But really, that person just had an urge just like you and they made it happen. Now, we don't know their time frame. We don't know how feasible it was for them in the moment. We don't know how long they had a dream to finally get to where they wanted to be. But we all start at this place where there's this this uneasy gut feeling where we know we're not where we're supposed to be quite yet. But we know that something has to change for us to kind of switch gears and get on the right path to the life that we truly envision for ourselves. So I challenge you all to sit down and if you had no barriers in your way, no obstacles, no external forces, no job, no financial problems or struggles, write down the exact life that you want. Write it down. And I'm going to do the same because I just thought of this idea and I think it's a good one. But sit down and, and, and really write in detail the life that you want. Do you see somebody else with that life? Is it just you? Do you want to leave? Do you want to travel? Do you want to move to a different state? Do you want to move to a different country? Do you want to get a dog? What do you want? Do you want a house? Do you want an apartment? Do you want a van? RV? What do you want? Write it all down and then ask yourself, what is stopping you from achieving any of those things? And personally, I think the only thing stopping us is a mental blockade. We always think about the problems. Well, if I do this, then this will happen. If I do this, it will upset this person. Well, I'm in a relationship, so I can't quite do what I want, but that should never be the case. You should always be able to do what you want. And if somebody is holding you back, anybody, whether it's a friendship, a relationship, a parent, a sibling, whatever, that's not fair for your life. So what is it that you want? Write it down and ask yourself, how can you get there? What are the feasible, realistic steps that you need to take to live the life that you want for yourself? I need to write that down. And I also write in, need to write down a a reasonable time frame of when I can achieve all of these things or when I can start embarking on this new journey, this new life that I want. I have grown up in San Diego. I've been here my whole life. I left for school and now I feel stuck. I feel like I'm just stuck in the same environment. I love San Diego. I am blessed to live here. I'm blessed to grow up here and I feel privileged to have grown up here. But sadly, I'm at a point where I take it for granted because I see it every single day. And no matter where we are in the world, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter how rich you are, no matter what you have, everything gets taken for granted at some point. And that's normal because it becomes normalized. It becomes a normal way of life once you reach that point of comfortability. And I don't want to reach comfortability anymore because I'm realizing for myself that I lose gratitude because everything just seems to be white noise around me and just like, I don't know, the same things that it becomes numbing. Like I drive by the ocean a lot and it just becomes numbing because I drive by the ocean a lot. And that's sad for me. I don't ever want to feel like I'm numb in an area. And obviously that comes from myself as well. That can be me taking more time to show gratitude or to stop and slow down and look at the environment around me. But also at the same time, I'm just craving a different environment. I'm craving a different thing to bring me a new perspective, to to make me look around and say, oh my gosh, this is fucking beautiful. And that's not to say that where I live isn't fucking beautiful because it is. It is amazing. This place is amazing, but I'm ready for something different and that's okay. 
And if you're ready for something different, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get after it. So I feel inspired from this talk. I feel inspired from, from finally figuring out what's been bothering me deep down and why have I feel this sense of just emptiness and a lack of fulfillment. And it's because the only thing that can possibly bring you fulfillment is doing what you want to do and defining your own definition of happiness and your own definition of success. Society cannot define joy, happiness, or success for you. And if you are allowing them to define these three things, then you're never going to truly feel fulfilled. Fulfillment comes from inner peace. And that's all. And what brings you inner peace? Living the life that you want, period. That's all. That is it. And letting external factors go. I am trying to search for inner peace. I feel very anxious lately. I feel very not in my body, very just like stuck in my thoughts, stuck in my head, stuck with worry and fear. And I want to get out of that space. I want to have inner peace. And and in order to do that, I have to eliminate any external forces, any external things in my life, anything in my life that is not serving me anymore, whether that's people, whether that's relationships, whether that's whatever. I have to figure out what that is, eliminate it, and only focus on myself right now and focus on what I need to do to find my joy, my happiness, and my own success. And I encourage you to do the same. And with that, everybody, I have to go to work. So I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you. I hope this really lit some fire up inside your soul, inside your belly to really get out there and live the life that you envision for yourself. With that, y'all, have a great day. And I look forward to speaking to y'all next week.